This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. I got near Shabbos. Hope everyone is well. <clears throat> this week's parish parish is Vayigash. We finally come to the end of the story, the very dramatic story of Yosef and his brothers. His brothers at this point are very nervous and worried, specifically Yehuda, about what's going to be the future of their brother Binyamin. What's going to be with their father? What's going to be there? They have so many questions. They're so stressed. They're so worried. They're so nervous. And ultimately, as the parasha develops, and we know Yosef reveals himself to his brothers, he lets them know, I'm really Yosef. I'm not this scary second-in-command Egyptian king. I'm your brother, and I don't harbor any ill feelings towards you. But the Medrash tells us that when Yosef Atzadik decided to reveal himself to his brothers, he did something very interesting. He kicked everyone out of the room. He said, I don't want any security guards. I don't want any photographers. No reporters. Everyone out of the room. Just me alone. with My family. And according to one opinion of the Medrash, this was a very foolish move on the part of Yosef Atzadik. Why was this foolish? So the Medrash explains because the brothers could have killed him. There was no secret security. There was no protection. There was nothing. Yosef was so vulnerable to the attacks of his brothers. And Yosef knew good and well the wrath of his brothers, what they could do, especially together when they're frustrated and angry and when they think they're doing something with Shem Shemayim. Yosef Atzadik put himself into grave danger. So why did he do it? Why did Yosef Atzadik allow himself to be put into danger? And the Medrash explains because Yosef Atzadik said to himself, I have no right, I have no permission, I have no halachic authority to embarrass my brothers in front of the security team, in front of the news reporters, in front of all the other people. I'm not allowed to do so. Even if this puts my life in danger, I'm not obligated, I'm not, permit, I'm not permitted to be malbin chavere birabim. The Gemara tells us it's better to jump to a burning fire than embarrass your friend. Let's think about this for a second. Yosef Atzadik risked his life for brothers who sold him, brothers who didn't care for him, brothers who didn't even worry about him. Yet Yosef Atzadik said to himself, I have to do what's right, and I have no permission, no halachic authoritative permission to embarrass my brothers. We live in a world today where people are so quick to, to embarrass, to slander, to speak ill of, to bash other people without even thinking twice. Today everyone has a platform, social media. We just go and we say and we do. We don't even think about people who are hurting. Yosef Atzadi teaches us in this expression how careful we have to be not to hurt someone. How careful we have to be not to insult someone. How careful we have to be not to embarrass someone. An educator was once asked, a very reputable educator, he was once asked, what was your greatest moment as a child that changed your life? And the educator said, I remember when I was a boy in elementary school. And there were quite a few boys that were misbehaving in the class. And the Rebbe wrote a list of the boys that were misbehaving on the board. I'm not saying that's a good chinuch idea or not. But that was the story. And the Rebbe had a whole list of boys' names that were all supposed to get into trouble. And all of a sudden, the principal surprised the class and walked into the room. And the Rebbe subtly brushed up the back of his, his back up against the chalkboard and very subtly erased the names with his back 
So the boys won't get caught, won't be tattled by the principal. Because the Rebbe felt he has no permission to insult the boys in front of the principal. And that Talmud said that that was a game changer for him. A Rebbe who doesn't want his Talmudim to be embarrassed unnecessarily, that's an educator. Very often in the role of education, whether it be a parent or an educator, you sometimes have to point out flaws, but we have to be so careful how we don't want to insult people, hurt people, cause tsar and agmas nefesh to people. But Yosef Atzadik teaches us something that we need to live by in this week's parsha. Yosef Atzadik was trying to rebuild his family. Yosef Atzadik in this week's parsha is teaching us how do we get along with all our different family members. Because the Torah tells us that Yosef Atzadik has Yaakov Avinu moved to Mitzrayim. So you would imagine Yaakov and Yosef were so close, they were Chavrusas. They had a very strong bond. You would imagine... <coughs> Excuse me, that once Yaakov came to Mitzrayim, Yosef spent every, every waking moment by his father. The Medrash tells us Yaakov spent absolutely no time together with Yosef. Yosef had no chavrusa learning with his father, no private dinners with his father, no private meetings with his father. How so strange. Why wouldn't Yosef want to capture the moment, seize the opportunity, catch up on all those lost years to spend time with his father? And the Medrash says... He was afraid if he'd be alone with his father, perhaps he'd slip and tell his father what his brothers did. And he didn't want to get his brothers into trouble. Look how Yosef was so meticulous, so careful not to cause unnecessary pain to his brothers. And they were not necessarily nice to him. Yosef Atzadi teaches us in this week's parsha how we have to interact with our blood relatives and we have to remember that Kla Yisrael are all our brothers. We all know the example that we're supposed to look at every Jew like he's a brother. But if we don't know how to look at a real brother, how are we going to know how to look at a regular Jew? Yosef Atzadi teaches us in this expression how careful we need to be. A sensitivity towards family members and that's supposed to then continue on to every Jew. The same way I'm this close to my blood relative, I need to look at every Jew as if they're my blood relative. But if I don't even have that compassion, that feeling, that connection to a blood relative, it's impossible to ever feel that connection to a Jew who's technically not a blood relative. Someone once told me something so insightful. A woman told me that she has an elderly father and an elderly uncle. They're both well into their 80s and they're very close with each other. They spend time together, they help each other. They go walking together. And someone's asked, why are these two brothers so close? And the response was, because there was no Yerusha money to fight over. In a joking way, but in a very serious way, how have so many petty things ripped families apart? Something like money, honor, covered, things that have ripped families apart. Yosef Atzadik said to himself, I'm not letting this Mechira rip my family apart. It could have. It should have. Most of us would have. Yosef said, I'm not letting this rip my family apart. They made a mistake, I understand. They felt guilty, it was wrong. But ultimately everything comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu anyways. So why should I be mad at them? And because look where I am today. I'm second in command. I'm running the world. I'm not going to let this destroy my family. Yosef Asali teaches us in this week's parsha how we need to Overlook sometimes when people do things, especially family. 
that hurt us, seem insensitive, seem mean and seem outright wrong. We need to be able to say, I'm not letting this destroy my family. And Yosef HaTzadik said, I'm not. And I'm going to try everything I could to keep the family together. Now we all know Shiftei Ka, the 12 Shvatim, were not all the same. They were very different. Yisachar learned all day. Zvulun went to work. Shimon and Levi, they were teaching in the elementary schools. Everyone had a different job. But Yosef HaTzadik said, we're going to get together as one. And this is the example for all of Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael is represented by the Shiftei Ka. We're all different. Different walks, different stripes, different colors. But we're all going to get together and get along. And Yosef HaTzadik was so, tried so hard to keep his family together, to keep everyone unified and united despite the difficulties. And now we can understand what happens in this week's parasha. When Yosef finally meets up with his younger, his brother Binyamin, his full brother, and he cries on his shoulder and Rashi tells us, why is Yosef crying? And Chazal say he's crying because both Bat and Mikdashim are in the portion of Binyamin. So why is he crying? The answer, I believe, is Yosef HaTzadik is crying because he said to himself, I don't believe it. I tried so hard to keep the family together. I tried so hard, despite our differences, to get along. And I did a good job with the immediate family. But I know in the future there's going to be Sinas Chinam. I know in the future there's going to be two Bat and Mikdashim. And they're going to be destroyed. And we know for sure the second base of was destroyed because of Sinas Chinam. That's why Yosef was crying. He was saying, I can't believe it. I'm trying to keep the family intact and I know it's not going to last. That's why Yosef was crying. Because Yosef's mission in this week's parasha is to keep the family intact despite the complications, the dysfunction, dysfunctionality of a family. We need to stay together. And that is Klal Yisrael. We have our problems, we have our disagreements, we have our issues. Sometimes even justifiable. But we need to stay together. We need to be unified. We need to be am echad. <coughs> As we know, this Tuesday is Asar B'Tevis. Asar B'Tevis was the beginning of the Chorban. Beginning stage of the Chorban Beis Very apropos, as we read this week's parasha, let's think about. We are not rebuilt the Beis HaMikdash which means we haven't fixed this problem. We have to look inside, maybe even start with our own families. If we can't get along with siblings and cousins... Of course, we're not going to get to get along with Jews that are not related to us. But Yosef Atzadi teaches us in this week's parasha that despite the issues, despite the complications, despite the legitimate claims, the families need to stay intact. Klal Yisrael needs to stay intact. And Mr. Hashem, we should learn from Yosef Atzadi with all his difficulties to keep the family together, to keep the peace, to keep the achtos in the Shiftei Kohen and in the greater Klal Yisrael. And Mr. Hashem, we should work on this. And work on building Klai, so work on building Shalim. And Mr. Shem Asarabitavis will turn into a Yom Simcha. Like the Gemara tells us, these fast days will turn into happy days. When Hakash Baruch Hu can honestly say, yes, my children are unified. They're Am Echad, one nation, despite their differences. They're unified and united. And Mr. Shem, we should see that day. Let's work on it together to unify, to become one, to appreciate each other, to put aside our differences, to become Am Echad. Then HaKadosh Baruch Hu could be the Melech, because we're the nation, we're one unified nation, we should be Zaychet to see the arrival of Mashiach in peace with all of us together. From Herbi Amen, Amen. Have a wonderful Shabbos.